a couple kids were like mr ridges do you have a podcast oh my god i hit the microphone obviously not professionally um but they uh and then it kind of uh, like floundered i just didn't like stoke it and you know kind of floundered but uh it keeps coming up this year for uh some reason and it doesn't bother me it's just it's kind of weird um i actually didn't even plan on talking about this today i guess just on my mind because i was uh, came up um after school today but uh i think i stand by uh Obviously, this is not within the professional capacity of being a public school teacher. This is a a thing I do because I can't stop talking. And I can't stop teaching. So I just like learning stuff and talking. And I've come to find in my adult life that I don't have, I have a lot of good friends, but not everybody is ready to have talk about the things that I want to talk about. And I don't want to just take everybody's conversation time and just blabber on about Declining birth rates. I just watched this thing today. Declining birth rates uh, are 70% of industrialized countries don't have a replacement birth rate, meaning that um, there aren't two people being born for every two people that are getting married or not getting married, right? What, however that plays out. But for every adult, there isn't a child to replace them. In fact, because they do it the way that they study this, I'll get back to my point and then I'll get to this point. People, I have this podcast as a form of recreation for myself and um, because it keep it keeps building, which is crazy. Like you wouldn't know it from looking at YouTube. In fact, the video I posted for la- this week's podcast, which when you listen to this will be last week's podcast, I got a copyright claim on it because there was like some strange thing happening with the um, the intro music. So if the intro felt it a little bit disjointed, it's because I couldn't hit the the soundboard. Right, I, I, maybe this is mine. I can get a little applause. I can do one of these. But like, I don't. <laughs> those are just like the ones that come with the Zoom cast uh, thing. But uh, so yeah, so I, 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 you know, can't do uh, the audio. That's why I was a little disjointed. And obviously, I f- lost my entire train of thought of what the hell I was talking about. Um, let me just like throw a flat disclaimer right here because I am a public school teacher and I have a responsibility uh, in the public. And now that more of my kids um, are finding out that I have this thing, um, I should just say like this is definitely distinct from my role as a public school teacher. And this is not the manner in which I speak in a public school setting. In fact, if you listen back to old episodes, um, when the public lens began to scrutinize public school teachers a bit more on what they did or did not display, what they did or did not say, what people perceived was or was not happening uh, from uh, public school teachers. And right, rightfully so, like parents should be, they shouldn't be concerned because the connotation of that implies that like they should be worried about what teachers are teaching them, but they should be engaged with what it is that uh teachers are i like i have a daughter you know i would like to know that my daughter is being taught things that i see as truthful and you know maybe uh maybe that means that i just need to be a bit more involved but not so um looking at everything with such a critical lens punchline is this i um very distinctly have a different role as a podcaster and, uh, you know, a yoga teacher, um, the, all of these 
things I do blend well together through my skill sets and my interests, all of them are just teaching. It's just I found different paths in order to learn as much as I can, which I think was instilled in me um, from my parents, but really from my grandparents. And uh, my grandpa is going through some hard times right now because he's like 175 years old. Like, <laughs> so it's like, it's sad, but you know, he's, he has lived uh, an amazing life, but you know, he really instilled in me um, and my grandmother too, the desire to learn, even though I was a poor student and the role that I have as a public school teacher I didn't, I didn't mean to harp on this. I've already done like seven minutes on this and I'm not doing a long podcast. So if you're still here, you're still here. I'll get back to the birth rate thing. And I also want to talk about video games because I've been thinking about this a lot. I actually read this really interesting article. So I, um, you know, I don't talk about the podcast in school because it would be very strange for me to be like, hey guys, by the way, Mr. Bridges is a podcast. Go ahead pull up your your computers and subscribe to and like it just seems i i think it's unethical right i i, I follow my own ethics not necessarily but for sure it's somewhere like the the rules of school that i sign on my contract would definitely say that that would be uh it, it should be interpreted as inappropriate if a teacher is like go follow my TikTok account or go follow my Instagram. Like if a teacher's doing that in a public school setting. So I just kind of like push it to the side and whenever it comes up, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I like to, I like to build things. This is so like the response I gave is like, I like to build things. I like to communicate. I like to learn and I like to teach. And this is just another Avenue that I do, but it's definitely distinct from my role as a public school teacher. So I don't really talk about it at school. Good. Got that out of the way because eventually you, (laughs) You know what's going to happen is some kid is going to be watching this podcast or listening to it, and their parents are going to be like, what are you listening to? Are you listening to a man in his 30s ramble in his basement while his dog clambers around upstairs and he watches his baby on a baby monitor? That's weird. (laughs) And then they're going to look at the podcast, which I welcome, right? I stand by by, uh, who I am and how I've represented myself in the community. So, yeah, enough about that. I had I really did not intend on talking about this at all. What I wanted to talk about was uh, video games, which I'll get to in a second. But to close the loop on this birth rate thing, I just watched this documentary on it, and I was listening to a podcast um, called Modern Wisdom with a guy named Chris Williams or Williamson. I'm not sure. He's like the I think he's like the next generation of the Rogan uh, phenomenon, which is smart, compassionate people. Um, particularly like traditionally masculine um, men that are also loving and caring, but um, he's like the next generation of it. He's like the millennial taking over because there's a lot in uh, Rogan that you could like listen to his podcast. You're like, oh my God, you said that, or I disagree with this and so on and so forth. Nonetheless, he's the largest like individual within the media uh, ecosystem um, potentially ever that's ever existed. So, you know, he gets the Rogan always gets the best guests and stuff. So I listened to his podcast, but this Chris Williamson guy, he is way more subtle, definitely more well-read and approaches his podcast with a real sense of intent. And, um, I hope to emulate that, uh, as I get more consistent, 
uh, with getting back into the swing of this, which, you know, I'm going to call, you know, I'm going to call the last 30 days fairly successful uh, when it comes to this stuff for me. So now that I have routines down, then I can start to develop a bit more um, uh, higher quality of like, because I'm always learning and I'm always just talking extemporaneously about the things that I'm learning, but I'd like to try and like focus these things. And the last podcast was absolute dog do because I was, I was like, okay, Aaron, take this more seriously. Be like, you know, see all these, all these people, they like, they theme their things and they, they work on it within the structure of a theme. And I turned it into this like really cheesy, like, like it was like a Buzzfeed article or something of which Buzzfeed just like laid off all of their writers and, uh, it's just going to write articles with chat GPT, (laughs) which is like the first domino to fall. Now I'll put something together on, uh, my thoughts on AI and education sometime soon, because I'm actually trying to figure these ideas out and I've like sort of enlisted, um, I mean, not enlisted, it's like in an informal way have brought up in conversation, uh, some, with some of the, uh, some of my students that I know are likely either a going to use and abuse this software, uh, but nonetheless know have are aware that AI can do a lot of this stuff. But more importantly, like, I think like the kids that I'm trying to get feedback from are going to have, um, I think that they'll have a way if they can articulate it, they'll have a way to teach me how to teach the other kids that they shouldn't just run everything through an AI. So I'll put something together on that later. Um, but the birth rate thing, uh, back to Chris Williams, this is like tangential. Um, and which is like, that's how I do this. That's why I wanted to try and focus it last time, but it just became so cheesy. So I just need to, instead of grabbing from all the, you know, frenetic wires in my brain, I need to just make a pull the things in that I'm reading and listening to and then kind of organize them because I don't know. I mean, people, I get feedback and comments and like stuff and DMS. Like I get all these messages and stuff. They're like, people say, Oh, I like, cause I I've made this commentary to myself multiple times in 60 episodes of, I need to be more focused. And people are like, no, I actually kind of like it when it's when you're just kind of rambling and pulling things together. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's a blend between the two. But nonetheless, his birth rate thing, back to this. Um, on Chris Williamson's podcast, I uh, had seen a guy named Peter Zihan. I read his book, uh, The End of the World is Just the Beginning. It's all about demographics and how that's going to change the sort of layout of geopolitical power. And, you know, everybody's assuming, like, the rise of China and, um, you know, Russia invading into Europe and all of those, like, are legitimate things to be concerned with, but demographically their population won't be able to replace the aging population. So, you know, if you've got two baskets and uh, three, call it three baskets, babies, um, people of producing age, like m- my age and into your sixties. Um, and then everybody in third basket sixties and above, you know, if those three baskets aren't weighted evenly, you move out of one into the next and then out of the middle one and into the third. And so if you don't have somebody continually filling that baby basket, uh, then they don't move up the generations. And so at some point you end up having a massive basket of people that aren't in their producing ages any longer. Um, and they're 
sort of consuming the fruits of their labor over you know seven decades through either Social Security or their retirement, and they're starting to pull money out of the stock market uh, if they plan properly, and uh, or pulling money from their Social Security benefits that have been accrued through their uh, payroll throughout their lifetime, which you know do both is ideal, but nonetheless, they're pulling money out of the system and consuming without producing back into the system. So the millennial generation is a really interesting generation because we have the boomers that are like retiring and going into their latter decades and which means they'll be consuming without producing. So there's going to be a higher level of stress on the millennial generation to produce the generation that when I was in my twenties, everybody said, these guys are dopes. They don't know what they're doing. They're, you know, they're just playing on Facebook all day and, you know, playing video games, which I'm going to get to the video game thing in a second. But the real problem and, you know, millennials, I think have stepped up to the plate, but the real problem is the fact that millennials, because so much of their maturity was delayed because, you know, living in a hyper industrialized country with, you know, relative economic, uh, stability, even the poorest people in this country have uh, a cell phone and a flat screen TV, you know, 15 years ago, flat screen TV was a thousand dollars, right? That's capitalism. That's how that works. And so the generation is kind of stepping up to the plate now, but in so doing, they're having fewer kids, um, and not fewer kids. This is the thing. So like my wife and I may have one kid, we may have three kids. We don't know yet, but the amount of childless people in their thirties has dramatically increased. And this is one of the things from a different podcast guest. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm just going to do a recap of Chris Williamson's podcast, modern wisdom, but he had a second guest that came on that talked specifically about the birth rate problem. And I watched that guy's documentary this afternoon and, um, I think I recall from the from the doc. I don't even know the name of it. I should put it in the show notes. But the um, let me make a note of this so I don't forget. But by the age of thirty, for the first time in history, there are more women without children than there are women with children at the age of thirty. I mean, there and then another. Let me just jot this note out. Um, another really interesting number that I came to is of all of the women who make it to uh, whatever the age was, like say say 40s, just for the sake of argument, of all of the women who make it to the age of 40 that don't have children, 80% of them wanted to have children. And the reason that they gave that they didn't is either because it gets harder as you get into your 30s um, and there's, you know, teach, educate yourself or watch this documentary, uh, that I'll put in the show notes, but also like finding a compatible and worthwhile mate to have kids with. And so what I see is this smaller generation of people who have been tasked with trying to create a replacement population which many people say is like, well, we already have too many people on the planet. It's like, that's the wrong way to think about this because what it, like you just search um, population bomb and counter argument because I don't have time to go into all of it. Maybe I'll make like a whole thing on this. Uh, I want to start pulling people back in uh, for interviews. I was doing that before and I was enjoying that. So maybe I'd 
find if you know somebody throw it in the comments or uh, dm me online but if we don't have a replacement population then we excessively tax tax the working population in order to support the aging population and then underneath it's just a cascading problem that actually operates in the true mathematical sense of the term exponential it's an exponential increase in the amount of kids that are not being born that ought to have been born i haven't even talked about the video game thing but these tie together because i learned recently that the average male between the ages of 18 to 30 spends roughly 2,000 hours a year playing video games. 2,000 hours a year. A work week, if you take no vacations, is like, what's that, 2,080? So 52 times 40. 2,080 hours a year. So a full-time job. So that means that the average, like, the average military-age male between the ages of 18 to 30 is spending a full year of work just playing video games. And like, that's going to have devastating impact on my wife opened the door to the basement. She knows I'm down here podcasting. So what are we going to do? I don't know, but I do know my wife opening the door probably means she wants me to come upstairs. <laughs> the tone, <clears throat> something I teach my students, tone is the manner in which you say something, but a writer can't say it. They have to use their words. But I just said it. I wanted to finish this thinking, but I can tell just by her leaving the door cracked that she wants me to come upstairs. But she's not going to hear my, you know, dissatisfied tone because she doesn't listen to my podcast <laughs> yeah she left the door open. okay all right <laughs> well got it done how about that all right guys i'm losing my voice anyway it's time for bed comment like subscribe do all that stuff Hit the thumbs up. All the things that, if you're still listening to this, just, it costs you nothing. And the thing continues to grow. And I'm tracking the growth. And I want to see that, like, like that up line. Do you know what I mean? I want to see what that looks like. Because I'm spreading good vibes, guys. I'm not out here trying to make money. See previous podcasts. I've talked about this many times. I just want to be able to be a force for good on the internet because there's a lot of bullshit out there. And uh, I actually just bought a book. Let me finish my thought. I can still see her like walking past the door. I just bought a book by a scholar. I think he's um, from Cambridge. And the title of the book is called On Bullshit. Kind of like you, how you would have like, um, what is that Aristotle piece? Um, I don't know. That's like a thing they do. They just use like people that do philosophy. They'd like use the preposition on or uh, for, and it's like, for the sciences, or on academia. This one is on bullshit. Movie recording has been stopped automatically. The card is full. Okay, that means, and I, I probably tried to walk myself into cueing the outro music, and then I just kept rambling. So, 
what are you going to do about it? All right, guys. Peace out.